This is Culture Communication and Brand Moments with Shelby Joe Long, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Culture Communication and Brand Moments is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Shelby Joe Long. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Shelby Joe Long. I am here on the Genius Entrepreneur Podcast today to introduce you to business owners that have created businesses out of their genius. Geniuses that use their expertise to make a bigger impact in the world and to create a change and a transformation in more people. And today I have the opportunity to speak with someone that I know on a few different levels And we've just more recently engaged in the business, and I got to know more about her business, Moms Without Capes. And Ani Michalski is here today to tell us all about her background and her business. So Ani, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. Uh, Yeah, I'm super excited to be here, Shelby. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We uh, Just as a side note, we uh, know each other through our children. And uh, it's kind of a fun, fun story that our kids are connected in an after-school program. And yes. it's, uh, it's just kind of fun that we have that connection, but then it, it blossoms into something else. And we also have similar business interests and similar passions. And it's just really fun to be able to make those connections. It's just the power of networking. So yeah. So, Ani, but why don't you tell us a little bit, give us your background, give us your story before we dig into your business and how you created a business out of your genius. Sure. So I am, um, but well, my most important role is that of mom. So I've got six kids and actually you kind of alluded to that. <laughs> our, my, our oldest daughter works at the after school program. So at I don't even know. I can't even think of the first time that I was like saying to Ariella, I was like, guess who I, guess who I heard of. I don't even know. I, I like, now that I think about it, I'm like, I don't even know it. Maybe through a different networking group or something. And she was like, oh yeah, I know her kids. And like, she had known you just from coming in and out and stuff. And then after that, I think I got on her nerves because I was constantly like, guess who I'm seeing? Guess who <laughs> <laughs> and making like this connection. So that's my most important role is that of mom. And then yeah. I also um by by trade or by education, I am also a licensed therapist here in Montana and moved to Billings 2020, but we moved to Montana in 2009. And I was a stay-at-home mom for 14 years. We were homeschooling. Um we had I'm originally from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or the suburbs of, and ended up coming to Montana in 2009. We bought a hotel out in a smaller town about 100 miles away, moved there, and had lived there. And that was where I got my license. I had already had my master's in therapy or in counseling, family counseling, and decided to go back and get my license. Meanwhile, while I was a stay-at-home mom, I had done a lot of things. Um, I was, you know, I was very involved in our community. And one of the things that I had done was I also became a Zumba instructor. So as part of that, I got Um, certified as a health coach, as a group fitness instructor, and then as a health coach. And that led me to the world of coaching. 
And so by the time 2019 rolled around, I had, I, we have to get like 2,300 hours or actually 3000 hours of supervised, um, like supervision to be get, to get our license, like our therapy license. So I had done all that. And I, in 2019, I had gotten licensed and I got certified as a coach and I was like, all right, I'm ready to start my own business. <laughs> kind of, it's kind of how you always do things. Like even the move across, like it was just like, okay, it's, it's a leap of faith. And I decided, but then at that point I was like, I don't even know what, how to even start. And so I hired a business coach and um, through the last three years, I, I guess it's a little bit more than three years, right? 2021, 20, 22, right? We're coming from 23 now. We're 23 crazy. now. Um, I have, of course, my business evolved quite a bit. Um, I actually own two businesses now because I, I needed to split my counseling for my coaching and um, decided to serve moms. So that's another piece. And we'll get more into that, like how I decided to, you know, how I tapped into my own experience and education to be able to create a business that I felt confident. I felt like I have something to offer and and all of that good stuff. So all yeah, that that's kind stuff. of how I got to be where I am right now. Yeah, I love I, I love the it's funny because there's a, you know, as an entrepreneur, there's maybe there's maybe not a moment, but it's just kind of like, all right, I guess this is what I'm doing <laughs> next. This is what to do. And and you don't, it's like a decision that you make and, and, but you make that decision, but then there's a whole transition to yes. that. And like, I, well, I'm going to start a business. That's going to be easy. But then you're like, oh, it's not as easy as it seems. <laughs> no. So seeking out mentors and seeking out all those, all those, uh, and, and the networking in the business community mm-hmm. is so important too. The other thing I wanted to ask about too, before you get into your business so you're a trained therapist, and then you're also in the coaching, uh, a very human-centered, transformation-centered disciplines, areas, and but they do it in very different ways. So therapy seems more reflective, where coaching seems more progressive and moving forward. Do, do you see that difference in those two? Yes. Yes. Um, I was just having the same conversation this morning about the differences between counseling and coaching and how um, I lean back and forth. I really enjoy my, I enjoy both. They both have different aspects of it, but counseling is more of like that healing process where you're kind of working towards like a baseline of being able to function. A lot of symptom reduction takes place, Mm -hmm. processing of past trauma, all of those things that need to be kind of worked on or like in order to get to, you know, your normal self or like your baseline. And then coaching, like you said, I like that word progressive because it's really moving towards a goal or towards your highest potential. And I feel that once you get to your baseline, it's only, it's only when you're at your baseline, like that you're able to have that forward thinking where you're like, okay, now what? How do I, how do I maximize my potential? And that's where the coaching is. So it's a lot of on like goal setting and creating that life that you really want to be living. Right. Gosh. And the other thing that I think is so the connect that connection there. I mean, 
that you need to kind of work as a CEO and transitioning into a CEO role from you know, a stay-at-home mom or st- or working in a business. And then you say, well, I'm going to go to be a CEO. There's a lot of things you have to work through before <laughs> you like step into that leadership role in a holistic type of way. I just think those two are very synergistic and that even though they are different approaches, they feed one another. And I think that's probably very, and you could probably speak to this too, very important as you talk to and empower women and men because you do both, but yeah. to kind of move to the next level. So, yeah. And and I felt like I had, um, when I started diving into like the leadership space, I started reflecting on like, this isn't new for me. Like I even, I mean, I was a Girl Scout leader for a long time. I was like on the board of a mom's club. I was the president of the friends of the pool. I had owned, you know, we own the hotel, different businesses. I started a business when we actually first got married as a career coach. And I didn't even know because coaching wasn't really a thing. No. And <laughs> so and the pandemic happened and everybody turned into a coach. Yes. The, yeah. Basically, yes. And so when I think back on like through my life, like there were lots of leadership roles that I was in that I was able to tap into when it came to like, okay, now I want to create like a business. I want to I want to contribute and I want to serve and I want to make something that's going to work for me and my family. And I was able to draw from a lot of my past experiences, things like I, I, I knew these things that I didn't know that I knew, like I didn't, I I wasn't aware of them, that they were going to be something that helped me in the future as is life, right? Like there's all kinds of things that we go through that we not necessarily, we don't know how it's going to help us. That's I just, you know, you know, I just recently published a book and, uh, mm-hmm. and I write about that too. That's your genius, right? That's yeah. your intuition. It's the things that you know how to do. That's like internal to yourself. And then you know how to do it. It's, it's second nature to you, but that is not second nature to everybody. And, and it's finding that out. Yeah. It's finding it, that out. Like, like, well, yeah, that's easy. And I, I still, I feel like I always like, I, it'll always happen where I find that, I I get surprised where I'm like, not everybody knows this, right? <laughs> like, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, because it's so second nature and it's things that, and uh, like my husband will be like, no, like I've never even heard of that before. And I'm like, right. I feel like it's, it's just common knowledge and it's those kinds of things, but it takes getting out there and taking action to realize that this is your zone of genius. This is the areas that not everybody knows. Mm-mm. And then you interpret things in your own way and you connect with audiences in your own way. And you, you are able to offer that transformative journey mm. to people from your genius. Oh, we could talk about this all day, but I don't want to talk about, let's <laughs> talk about that. I do want to talk about how you do that kind of moment, that light bulb moment that you decided to transition that and really make that transformation journey. But why don't you tell us a little bit about your your moms without capes business. Okay. <laughs> so moms without capes is the area where I help. I help moms who are attempting to be super moms, right? Moms that are struggling under all of the weight of thinking they have to be doing all of the things and helping them recognize 
the expectations that they're holding on themselves, such as maybe they struggle with perfectionism or some people pleasing, or they may need to redefine their definition of a good mom, learning to escape the compare game, right? Like all of these things that are keeping them trapped, feeling that are reinforcing their belief of inadequacy. And I help them recognize their own worth. And so that is, I do that through a variety of um, like courses. I've got a Facebook group. I've got different ways that I help them transform that belief and then create space for themselves in their day. Like help them recognize like that they're worthy of putting themselves on their own to-do list Mm -hmm. instead of feeling the overwhelm of having to do all the things. I know this is a podcast, but I mean, air quotes around all the things, whatever that is. Yeah. Right. So what, so ma, just ma, are you more moms or working moms? Or I mean, there, is there, Mm -hmm. is there more specific, more specific ideas? Cause there's, I mean, stay at home mom is like multiple jobs, but then you add, you add mom to six kids and I'm mom of two, but then you add a job or multiple jobs onto that. And that's like, that's adding more fuel to the fire. (laughs) More hats. Yes. Sounds like a lot of hats to wear. sounds like a lot of a balancing game with, you know, it is. Yes. So in, I have worked with all kinds of moms actually. And in my Facebook group, I have lots of different moms, you know, that I have the moms that I have a lot of entrepreneur moms. I have moms that are working outside the home. I've got stay at home moms. Um, I feel that a lot of my content can definitely reach and, and resonate with all different types of moms, no matter how many hats you're wearing. But, um, I have been the moms I love right now. I am an entrepreneur mom, right? But when I struggled with my being a super mom, like when I struggled with um, like having my cape on and holding onto it tight and not and not being able to like rest or not being able to put myself on my own to do this with all the guilt, let's just say that when I used to feel like very guilty about any taking any time for myself, I was a stay-at-home mom, um, but I also owned a business right? Like I also, there was times when I owned businesses. And so the moms that I focus on right now are those moms that are usually working, like working moms. Yeah. Like the stay-at-home moms, while it resonates with them, working moms are the moms that are typically the ones that are feeling stressed out, feeling like they they aren't making any times for themselves because they've always feel pulled in those different directions. When they're working, they feel that I should be, that, that should word is a big thing that we address. But, you know, I should be with my kids. I should be doing this. I should be doing, you know, all the things. And then when they're with their kids, they're feeling I should be sending emails. I should be doing, you know, all of the things. So they struggle with being present in the moment. And that's a big piece of my program. Yeah, that's great. And and that would resonate with whether you're you're an entrepreneur or not. And yes. I would guess I, I would think uh, just having been in mastermind groups and whatever for that there's such a there's a magic to that too because then the talking about experiences and how you solve those problems and how you give time to yourself, you know when you're at home, it's time for yourself, but then how do you separate from that? And how do you engage all of those things? I imagine it it makes a pretty, 
engaging community because you have a good conversation about that. Yeah. And especially now, like, because I find like, because I am an, I identify as an entrepreneur mom as a mompreneur, right? Like <laughs> the new term, a lot of the, when I like, like even yesterday, right. At the time of this recording, like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I feel overwhelmed. I feel like like I'm not in control of my time because I feel like I'm being pulled, you know, that familiar feeling. And then I'm like, how can I, what steps do I already know? And it's like tapping into that and saying like, well, what, what can I do to get myself more balanced or to get myself feeling that, that balance again, or feeling like I've, I've got this and, and increasing my confidence. And so those are the tools that I'm sharing. And those are the things that I'm like, Hey, I've got these tools. Like right now I'm struggling with it. It's not like you're never going to struggle. It's not like you're ever going to reach for that super mom cape and like, think like, oh, I've got to do this. I've got to do that in order to be amazing. But when you do that and you start feeling overwhelmed, here are the tools that I have found that work. And so that's what I'm bringing in now at this current moment, because that's who I am. And I'm not going to deny that. So as an entrepreneur mom in my group or in my program, you're going to benefit from that because that's my experience at this moment. And I can help you because I, I, I'm struggling the same thing. And I'm, these are the tools that I've used in the past. These are the tools and moms of that capes. I always feel it's like this culmination or like the epitome of like my education, my experience, and just what I can bring to the table as like to help other moms, because I've been through it. So I can relate, like I know what it feels like. So you're a genius. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it, because it didn't start out as Moms Without Capes. It yeah. didn't. I dabbled in some other things, different areas. Like they're always like, you've got to find a niche. You got to find a niche. And like, so I was like, all right, well, um, like weight loss, because I lost a lot of weight. Like when I started like doing Zumba, I started losing a lot of weight. And then I started gaining weight when I started focusing on that. And I was like, this is like worse than imposter syndrome. This is like, <laughs> like I can't be teaching this when like I can't like I'm struggling. But I'm like, you know what it was? I'm like, it was really just wrecking, like changing the way I believed about myself and feeling worthy. Like those were the things that needed to happen in order for me to make time for I like the idea of the unicorn space, like making time right. to explore a passion or to 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 get back to who you are because so many moms lose themselves under their mom hat and then they don't even recognize who they are in the mirror. So they get to the point. Yeah, that that, maybe- that's the, that's the question I wanted to ask too, is like, it, 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 I'm also in the coaching business, the business coaching mm-hmm. business. And so you work with other business coaches and you, you kind of get in this tunnel and you're doing all the things you're supposed to be doing. You're making content. You're making sure your website's yeah. updated. You're making sure you have all these things and communicating and, you're making sure you have your, all your checks, email message. Yeah. We get in this funnel and same thing with moms too. Like mm-hmm. I make sure the lunches are packed and I make sure I'm at all this, the kids like activities and you know, that we get into this space yeah. and we often don't think of it as a problem or think that there's anything from that. So what's the, what's, I guess the transition moment or what, how do we, how do we get people to to discover that hey maybe it's time for me to put myself first 
So awareness is key, right? Yeah. We both know that. So stepping back and seeing like, is this working for me? And that comes on, that only comes with making space for yourself. That only comes with being able to take a step back and say like, just, <laughs> just start, right? <laughs> to start thinking. I was going to say, welcome to being a mom. I, I don't yeah. think there's a better podcast for this to show up on. My son Hi. just got home from school. I'm going to finish, buddy. I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so like, well, I can't even think of what I was saying. Oh, about the, um, what was I saying? Shelby? I told Talk about the awareness, like awareness yes. is kind of the first Becoming, step. Being aware of that. And we tend to fill our schedules, right? And not give us give ourselves time to even like think or to even like reflect on our thoughts or to reflect on like, is this working for me? Is this something that, is this the direction? Am I even going in the direction? And it's funny that you said about that with our business because I did the same thing. Like I was like, oh, I've got to be on TikTok and Instagram and Clubhouse and like all of these platforms. And I'm like, I've got to create a course. I've got to do a membership. I've got to do it. And I did that. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, this isn't how I want my business to be built. And so it took that stepping back and realizing like, I'm doing the exact same thing in my business that I was doing in not in real life, but like in my personal life. And I'm like, there's not, it's, this isn't what I want to do. And it's taken that step back and realizing like, it's okay to do it my way. It's okay to not do it. Like I keep hearing like from the masses, like this is what you need to do and building a business that's going to work for you rather than like you working for this business that you're just, it's not bringing you joy. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You're following someone well, and that's with business coaching too, that and and self coaching too. That yes, there's a blueprint to follow, but it does. You don't have to follow it exactly, right? right. You've got to add something that works for you and that has your personality in it, and that has your needs, and you can balance your life with it. Yes. And maybe you don't get to everything on the checklist, right? In the blueprint, it's okay. Moving <laughs> forward. Yeah, creating. And I think that's the best part about creating a business out of your genius is that you can adapt it to fulfill the needs that you have. Right. Right. I agree. Or the needs that you want to fulfill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because it doesn't solve everything, but it solves some of the things. So. Yes. (laughs) So we're aiming for here. Yeah. Well, tell me, so what's your, what's your vision for where this is going to go? What do, what do you see in the future for this group and for your own business interests? So right now, and we had this conversation the other day about, you know, I've had this Facebook group and I love, I love my Facebook group. Like we have a book club. I do my challenges in it and everything. Um, and I want definitely a community. I would like to have this community, but in order to translate, like in order to um, kind of move from, you know, a free Facebook group to the community that I want, it takes some nurturing. It takes some helping moms realize that they are worthy of investing in, that they are important enough to prioritize, right? There's a lot of that initial work that I do in my Facebook group to help them move. So right now, what I'm doing is I am doing one-on-one. I'm doing one-on-one with clients. Um, I have to start somewhere. I tried a membership last two years ago and I was never able to grow it more than 
four people. And at the end of the year, I was like, you know what? Let me just go back to the basics and just do one-on-one. I I know I know my stuff like to be able to, to coach and to teach my my clients, the women that are ready to work with me. And then at that point, I'm learning from them as much as they're learning from me. Like I'm learning like the words they're using. I'm learning their pains, their like their pain points, learning where they want to go, what their goals are to be able to speak to a larger mass of people and sure. to create that. Cause ultimately I, I love, I feel that there's such power in groups that I Absolutely. love the group model. And yeah. so I would love to have that membership. Plus the other thing is I'm only one person. And mm-hmm. if I'm continuing to trade my time for money, I can only serve so many people. Like I still have my own family. I still have a mom. Life. You have your therapy yes. business. You have a husband, yes. right? Like all those right. things. Yeah. Right. And I don't want them to fall out when like trying to like build this business. So in order to do that, like I know that a group business or a group model is definitely in my future because I love, I love community. I love groups and I want to serve more than just the moms that I have time for. Right. You can serve more in, in, in bulk, right? I shop, Absolutely. I shop bulk, right? Why not serve, create my business in bulk? Right. I mean, that's, it it's, time. it's the model that you're, you hit the nail on the head. You're trading time for money right now. And mm-hmm. that's fine because you're building your foundation and discovering, yeah, you're doing research, but you're also serving your, your clients, but then building a model where you're meeting twice a week instead of, right. And you're meeting 20 people rather than one. That changes the dynamics. And that's an important thing to think about business scale. And And I feel I can, I will have more energy to serve on that, like in that model than, you know, seeing 17 clients a week or whatever, you know, whatever it is, rather than like, I'm coming to the table, like with a group and they're learning from each other. And that's important too, to the, cause I mean, when you are momming, it can feel lonely. And as an entrepreneur mom too, like, or, you know, you're, you're going the ins and outs and I'm talking with moms who don't make time for themselves. They're, they're not making time for relationships, for building like friends, like having friends or like taking care of themselves. And so I find that in a group, they can bounce ideas off each other. They can inspire one another, motivate and hold that, hold each other accountable. And that's the power of being in a group. So exactly. There's such a power to it and add some wine and you got a group. I tell you (laughs) (laughs) when you have an opportunity to do that. Well, that's awesome. Well, I think that, I think there's, there's such a big need for it and it's a need that we might not think that we need, but then once we're in it, we're like, Oh yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not giving time to myself. I'm not doing all these things. Right. right. There's a community that can help remind me. And the last thing I want to do is, is add to mom's overwhelm with the idea of self-care. So that's like a fine line, like where I, I I tend to go, you know, I, I, one of my self-care challenge actually helps mom like to find what self-care is for them because we have enough things in our like mental checklist, right? Like of the things like that we feel like we have to be doing. And so when you talk about self-care and you're like, oh my gosh, it's one more thing that I'm not doing that I'm feeling like I'm falling behind or that right. I should I'm be guilty doing about all it. this stuff. Yeah. Like that's not what 
that's the last thing I want to do. And so helping moms shift their belief, like believing like what is the the, the power of self-care, speaking of like the power of groups, like the power of self-care and helping them realize like that it's a ripple effect that you're giving your your family a gift by prioritizing yourself, by taking care of yourself. You're giving your children like a mom who who cares about herself enough to take care of herself and a mom who's going to live long and model what it means to, to, to feel good about herself. Right. And your kids will recognize that mm-hmm. and your spouse. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. that's all the things I know yeah. just, to, just to give you kind of a side story about that. I, uh, I hurt my, I'm training for a half marathon, which is a little bit crazy and I don't know why I'm doing it, but oh, are you doing it now? Uh, yeah. Well, I, yes. So I'm, the half marathon is in uh, June in Missoula. And so I have, there's a group of us that are going to go do it. And I'm trying one of my friends here and I pulled a muscle. I pulled my quad muscle, which is not a very comfortable muscle to pull mm-hmm. in like December. And the last run that I took was the December, the, it was the Sunday before Christmas. So the following Sunday is Christmas. And I am, it is killing me right now that I can't go. I can't, I'm, I'm still recovering and it's been yeah, you're like derailed from your training yeah. and it's killing me that I can't go. And, and I'm not a runner. I don't really like mm-hmm. running, but that is something that I, I am starting to enjoy it. Cause I was in a routine. I was in, a yeah. I would go to the gym three times a week. And that was my me time. I mm-hmm. listened to a book or whatever. And then, then I would exhaust myself, but now I can't do that. And it's driving me bananas. And yeah, so, yeah. But I, I, that sounds fun though. Yeah. I, well, fun. But well, I, I, I actually trained, I trained for four and ran three a yeah. while back and it, but, and I was going to my, I have it on my bucket list to do a full marathon. And I started last year and then got plantar fasciitis on my feet. And uh, I was like, this kind of, this is very similar. Like I was like, dang, like I was just getting up to like being getting able to into three it. miles and like that. I, and then I couldn't walk. I couldn't walk for like six months. Like, oh, like especially in the morning, it's finally getting better. So yeah. I started getting back into the running, but it's yeah, it's a, uh, it's inter- that the exercise and self-care and making sure you're taking time for yourself is, is so critical to it being is. able to function just mm-hmm. mentally. And yeah. Mm-hmm. All those things. Well, Ani, where can we, where can our, our listeners discover more about your program, about your ideas, about your group? Where can they find you? So you can go to my website, momswithoutcapes.com. I also have a podcast. If you're a podcast listener, um, moms without capes. I haven't been yeah. on your podcast yet. <laughs> yep. I will have, I should have you on, Shelby. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I also have, if you're on Facebook, come join my group, Moms yeah. Without Capes. Everything's Moms Without Capes on all the social. Moms Without Capes. Yeah. Great brand. Well, Ani, this was a treat to learn more about you and to learn more about your business and a business that, that speaks to the needs of so many moms out there that are entrepreneurs or in business or everybody's just strapped for time. And so we need to take care of ourselves to be able to better take care of our kids and our lives. So I think that's a wonderful message to send. So thanks for having me on. Of course, uh, please connect listeners with, uh, this genius mom who has created a business to help you transform your life. And it's, uh, 
it speaks to the needs that we have. So I look forward to hearing from another genius entrepreneur in the next episode. But the most important thing is to think about your intuition, to think about your genius. And there is a place in the market for it. There is a need for those skills and people people will be drawn to it through your story and through the way that you present it to your audience. So just think about your expertise a little bit differently. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Culture, Communication, and Brand Moments with your host, Shelby Jill Long. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we will see you on the next episode.